Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today. Hello, Kathy. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing really you, well. You got any good news for me today? Always have good news. Come have on, great talk testimonies. To me. You know, these chats have become so Amen. powerful. Amen. People are writing in. We got so, a lot of great so comments. So we call this a chat? Boardroom chat. <laughs> a boardroom chat. <laughs> We're here. We, we like to do these things here in our boardroom because I've said in, in the past, this is where all the decisions are made for Justice Plans Ministries globally. And we literally are a global ministry going all over the world. And the Lord, and I wanted to talk about something today because I know a lot of people are going through a lot of hard things right now. I, I turned on the television right before I came over, and they said that 30 million people are out of week, out of work, and things of that nature. And uh, but you know what? I, I made up my mind. I'm not moved by that. I'm moved by what I believe. That doesn't mean hard times don't come. But let me help you. They don't stay mm. unless you just canonize them and make them and start believing in poverty instead of believing what Jesus said. And I want to go to Psalms chapter 35. I want to read a very familiar scripture, and I'm going to let you read some of these here, okay. some of these wonderful testimonies. And it's Psalms 35. I like the old King James Version, verse 27. And I want to talk a little bit about that. This is uh, David, uh, uh, that God actually uh, threw a, a writer here, saying this in verse 27, Let them shout for joy and be glad. Notice that joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Happiness is an emotional feeling. See, a lot of people say you can shout for joy when you're not feeling happy. Do you understand what I'm saying? When everything going wrong, mm -hmm. it doesn't make any difference what's happening out there because the fruit of the Spirit is joy, and the joy of the Lord is your strength. So let me read it like that in this context. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. So when you get favor from God, it's a righteous thing. Think about that. A lot of people don't understand that, Kathy. When the favor of God comes upon someone, somebody wants to criticize that. Mm -hmm. Somebody wants to say, wait a minute, I don't think you ought to have that. I don't think, why are you so blessed and I'm not? Well, maybe uh, I'm believing what Jesus said. Don't get mad at me for saying that. Mm -hmm. I just decided to be biblical. You see what I'm saying? So he said, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Now watch this. Yea, let them say continually. Notice this. I don't change my words because of what's going on around me. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. See, if I shout for joy in the midst of trouble, God gets magnified. Think about that. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous God. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure. Now watch this. Which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Now some are going to get mad. Somebody <laughs> probably send me a comment, man, he's talking about money. No, you said that. I didn't say that. See, you said that. Come on, say it. You said it. I didn't say it. Well, you Jesse, did. prosperity is a lot is more than more just than money. money. It's everything. Money's actually a very small part of prosperity. <clears throat> all it's all money's for is for you to operate in an economic world. I know a lot of people with a lot of money that are not happy. We they believe they certainly not shopping for right. joy. We Go believe ahead. that God wants us to prosper spiritually. Physically, Physically and, and financially. Every area of your life. Every area. You see, but he said, let him <clears throat> shout for joy. I like that. Let him say continually. Mm -hmm. Continually let the Lord be magnified, which has prosperity, which has pleasure. Notice that pleasure. So if prosperity is of the devil, why does God get pleasure when you walk in it? It's That's not. amazing to me. Really, no theologian can, uh, can, can actually answer that. You, they'll spin it. Try to do everything they can, but you you can't answer that. He said he gets pleasure in the prosperity and that's, of his servant. That's our heavenly Father, and and we can understand that Amen. as parents. Right. We get pleasure when our daughter is Amen. blessed, and every parent would be that way. And we get pleasure when our granddaughter's blessed, and all yeah. that. Kind of, I get I get pleasure when my staff. I blessed. think part of the problem is people don't have really a true vision of what God is really that, all about. That is and the his, whole key. Who He is. Now, what caused that? And how much that's he what loves I want to you. talk about today. That's where I'm going, because then I want you to read this. We have some, some great testimonies. Now, and, and why? See, you don't let your circumstances become giants. 
See, in 1978, I preached a sermon many, many years ago. That's quite a few years ago. I had brown hair. Do you remember me having brown I, hair? Oh, yeah. I, I knew you when you, you were. You couldn't help yourself. You were 19. You, love, you just love me. You couldn't help yourself, could you? Uh, well, that's true. I, that's still, true. I still love you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> See, don't let... Do sorry. you love me? That's, oh, yes, that's I do. Issue. I love you, too. Yeah. It can't See, be a one-way street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. like a little reciprocation. Yeah, a little, yeah, I understand. And you got to look at me in the eye when I'm you looking see. at you right now, Bob. <laughs> praise the Lord. See, don't let your circumstances become giants. We're about ready to read some of these testimonies. And these people did not let their circumstance become mm -hmm. a giant. Mm -hmm. You see, why? Because of Psalms 35 verse 27 says, let them shout for joy and be glad. I like that. And be glad that favor my righteous cause. In mm -hmm. other words, if you're going through something tough right now, favor's coming. And when it comes, it's going to hit you like a <clears throat> spiritual tsunami of blessing. Not of heartache, not of sorrow, but of blessing. He said, let them say continually. That's right. And I, I don't know, if, but I want you to look at verse 28. Okay, verse we 28. We have often said verse yeah. 27, and for the really for the first time, it really sh I really yeah. got the revelation of this. It says in verse 28, and my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all day long. So it's an ex exhortation that let them shout for joy. But then Amen. verse 28 says, I'm going to do that. That's right. I'm going to speak. I'm going to declare God's righteousness. And that's the key. You hear what God says and then you agree Amen. with it and say it out of your own mouth. And all day long. All day long. That's what continually means. Yeah. All day long. See, if you don't know something about me and Kathy, we don't talk bad stuff. We don't. We know bad stuff's happening. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But we don't talk. We talk about the favor of God in the midst of trouble. If I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death and I have my footprints in that valley, right. you know, I've been through that valley, but I went through it instead of building a place and canonizing it, yeah. you see. But I kept saying continually, the Lord is magnified. I give him honor. And my tongue says this all day long yeah. because I refuse to let circumstances become giants. I want to get to this, and I want you to read one of these here. There was a young boy named David. You know, he's just a kid, about 17 years old. The Bible said he had a ruddy face, which means he was kind of reddish, didn't it? And, uh, but he was a good-looking boy. He had beautiful eyes. The Bible said he had beautiful eyes. To make a long story short, he, his daddy said, go bring some lunch. Everybody knows this story. Go bring some lunch to your brothers. Right. So he goes running down there. You know how a teenager is. He's all, you know, the teenager can whip the world. You know what I'm saying? My God, they can do anything. I love it when I was yeah. a teenager. It was a he, he may have been in lockdown at his house. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he get to get out and go see the battle. Yeah, go see the battle. I well, know what that's about. Yeah. We love any opportunity to get out Ooh. of the house and oh, yeah. go through the drive-thru at Wendy's. Do, yeah, Wendy's, <laughs> yeah. We, and Chick-fil-A. We've been eating too many nuggets. Oh, God, Chick-fil-A. It's good, though. Let me say that. Very good. So he goes, and uh, he hears this Philistine. Now, watch how this. This boy's been on the backside of a mountain praising God. So he knows a voice that is of God and a voice that's not of God. That's right. He hears this Philistine uh, cursing out uh, Israel, and everybody's freaking out because this guy's one big guy. And he says this, what's going on? Y'all going to let this uncircumcised Philistine talk like this? Mm -hmm. I know what they think. This stupid kid, what are you, you done lost your mind? See, he didn't let that circumstance become a giant, even though Goliath was the biggest person he ever saw, was a true giant. Truly. And, and listen to this. He said, is there not a cause? Mm -hmm. I love that. That is in, uh, I believe, let me turn to, I believe it's 1 Samuel 17. Go with me there, Kathy, real quick. I just want to read that. First Samuel, it's right before Second Samuel. <laughs> That'll kind of help you out there a little bit, praise God. I love these Bible studies. Hey, uh, is this a Bible study? Oh, oh, praise yeah. the Lord. Thank you. Praise you got the God. the Bible open, right? Yeah, that's it. Hallelujah. And the Bible says I'm study. Here. 17 what? <laughs> First Samuel 17. And let me get to it real quick. I want to read a couple of verses in uh, First Samuel 17. 
verse 26. Now, I got to say this first. Mm -hmm. You got to understand, <laughs> teenagers are always looking for something. You tell, you tell your son or your daughter, y'all need to go cut the grass. Uh, how much you going to pay me? <laughs> you know, kids, they're trying to make a buck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, kids are like that. Look what he says in 1 Samuel 17, verse, uh, verse 26. David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? And take away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Notice this. He recognizes a voice that doesn't know God, and he recognizes a voice that does know God. So you got to know the voice of God. Now, this is 17 years old. I like the next verse. And the people answered him after this man is saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. Now, let's see where I want to get here. <laughs> and the people answered him, verse 27. After this man, so shall it be done to the man that killed him. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he spake unto the man, and it, anger was kindled against David. You know, you know, sometimes jealousy and envy gets in amongst brothers. You know, this is what happened here. Mm. Why came as you, what you come down here for? I'm just kind of paraphrasing it. And verse 29 says, and David said, what have I now done? Don't that sound like a teenager? What, 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 I'll say it like in the Cajun. What a did. What a did. I, what a did. I didn't do nothing. What a did. He said, is there not a cause? But watch this. I, I, I want to get to okay, verse 25 is where I want to go. Now, you see, a teenager is always looking for something, you know what I'm saying? Look what he says this, verse 25. This is funny to me. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter. <laughs> now, you tell a 17-year-old boy, I'm going to get a woman. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> this has got to be God. I'm going to get a woman. <laughs> Forget the riches. Just let me have the woman. You see what I'm saying? Now, he ain't thinking right, but he's still hearing the voice of God. But he's also hearing the, the enemy who is an uncircumcised, which means he's not a covenant person. That's right. Now, watch it. You see, because he didn't let this guy become the giant that he thought he was, even though he was of stature. If you go on down, uh, to verse uh, to, uh, verse 45. Well, let me read verse 43, since we got time here. Yeah. When the Philistine looked about and saw David, this is verse 42, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou hast come to me with staves or sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh into the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David, now, you know, he's looking at this monster guy. This guy's huge. Then said David to the Philistine, okay, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord God of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. And this day will the Lord deliver thee in, into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take your, take your head off from thee. And I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air. Verse 47. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord. Oh, you ought to underline that. For the battle. What battle are you going through? Quit fighting that battle. That's not your battle. The battle is the Lord. See, you didn't choose the battle, but you can have the outcome of that battle. Mm -hmm. You can choose the outcome. Now, what I love about this. Oh, I love that. Verse 48. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose. And came, drew nigh to David. David ran toward the army, ran toward the Philistine. Ran toward the Philistine. He wasn't running away from the Philistine. See, most people are running away from trouble. If you understand that you are a covenant person, and God says, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. 
Buddy, you can run toward the devil. You can run toward your poverty and take its head off. You can run toward your cancer and take its head off. You can run toward marital problems and take it out. My God, because you see, if you're a covenant individual, you understand what I'm saying? And that's what he was saying, you uncircumcised Philistine. That devil, Goliath, was not a a covenant man. Right. and I don't care who it is, what it is, a covenant man will always be a success over a person that's not covenant with God Almighty. That's and that true. is simply the truth. See, so you don't let your circumstances become giants. You know what people told us here when all this lockdown stuff started? But Jesse, what you going to do? What you going to do? Hey, it ain't my battle. Do you see me sweating? Uh-uh. It ain't my battle. The battle is the Lord's. That's right. The outcome of the battle is mine. Yeah. But I've learned to run toward my enemy instead of running away from it. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I don't blink. I don't right. blink, I am, and I'm not mean that pridefully or arrogantly, because I refuse to let that circumstance become giants. Kathy, I want you to read a testimony of what that lady said. Laura is her name. I will, but can I say something well, else No, you first? can say anything. Well, you can break <laughs> in anytime you want. You do it at the it's house, hard. so you might as well do it it's, here, you know? <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking about those bracelets people used to wear. What would Jesus do? W-W- oh, yeah, J- yeah, I remember J- that. J-D. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what would Jesus say based Amen. on our verse here? Amen. What would Jesus say? And, and we're commanded to say some things. Like you said, I'll say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Ooh. What we say does matter. You better know And it. I love it when you were in Samuel, and you. I think you missed this little part of okay. verse 46. Go it's ahead, so powerful it. to me. <laughs> but it's the end of 46. And one of the things that came out of David's mouth when he ran toward the giant, he says, that, let me read it exactly. Okay, it baby. says... Uh, that the, all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. So Ooh. when we begin to declare and Amen. say, when we run toward that problem, Amen. God's going to be glorified in this. You know, it, what we're saying really does matter. And our God can work with our words if we'll say what he says. So we need to think about Ooh. that. Ooh. That is so well, powerful. I have to give these people a little announcement. Since the lockdown, have you noticed I hadn't done much social media? I didn't even know what social media was, to tell you the truth that much. I mean, a little bit, but not much of it. But since then, I mean, every time I walk around, certain people, they say, you ready to do something good, Lord. <laughs> and I've been doing a lot of these things. And how many views well, of just people that I had never, I never had been in that arena, well, per we've, se. We've amplified, you know, pu- well, mm-hmm. we said we've been pushing the light. We've been sure. doing all kinds of things. Push the light, yeah. Getting out there more on a, on a uh, real-time basis right. instead of recording right. broadcasts like and everything right. like that. Well, just since May, March the 15th, we're well over 5.3 million views on all of our social media platforms. People watch that, That's our website as well. When the broad, These are the broadcasts that you've been preaching on Sunday. These Amen. are these boardroom the chats, these other Amen. things that we're posting. People are hungry for the Word of God. They're hungry for words of encouragement. I believe they've been getting this here. And We've I'm, been getting all these testimonies, and I can't wait to read a few of them. And today. I tell you, I'm not saying it because... I'm, I'm trying to encourage you, even though I do. I'm saying it because it's just simply the truth. And, you know, Jesse, last time we were in here, I remember you even moved in the gifts of the Spirit. Well, yeah, the you Holy had a word of knowledge for some, uh, people that were watching, and we got this one from someone yeah, read named this. Pat. Amazing. She says, thank you for sharing. I remember you said there's somebody out there that's being healed of cancer or something. Yes, what, yes, do you remember I remember exactly that. I said, said there's more God in you than there's cancer in that's you. That's right, and they wrote back in the comments that uh, when we posted it, it says, Pat says, thank you for sharing the word and for sharing so much of your life. My husband was told today that he has cancer. Your last word today was for him when you said there is more with God in you than the cancer. God bless you both. That word brought word such encouragement. Well, there is more God in him than there is cancer. Yeah. Cancer, you know what cancer is? I asked the, the head of a 
St. Jude's Hospital probably 30 years ago. I was on an airplane flying somewhere, and, and I, I asked him, he was sitting next to him, I said, can you give me the definition of cancer in layman's term? I mean, you know, don't give me all these big medical names. And he kind of, he did this, like with his eyes and stuff, and he said, cells in rebellion. I said, what did you say, sir? He said, cells in rebellion. These cells get out of line the way cells are supposed to function in the body. And they go around all over the body saying, hey, won't you join us? You can grow as fast as you want. You can grow as big as you want. And by doing that, it destroys the body. Mm -hmm. And it actually destroys them. So every time I pray for a person with cancer, I say, I rebuke you, you rebellious cells. So that lady that wrote that, uh, th uh, let's pray for, what was her name? Pat. Pat. And I don't know her husband's name. She but didn't give the husband. Pat, I'm going to ask you to set yourself in agreement since you sent this in. We're going to pre believe God right now to kill every cancer cell in your husband's body. Yes, Father, in the name, in the of, name Jesus, of Jesus, I bind these rebellious cells. I command them to get back in line the way they were supposed to and function the way the body was created Amen. to function. Amen. Satan, I get great pleasure in telling you to get under Pat's husband's feet right now in the name of Jesus. We will not allow this cancer to become a giant Thank in this you, man's Lord. life. We will speak to it and we speak to it now. We will run toward it with the word of the Lord Jesus Christ like a stone that will destroy amen. those cells. In Jesus', Jesus name, name we pray. Amen, amen. and amen. I, I get excited when I pray. I can't help myself because you see, faith destroys all distance between me and you. Do you understand that? Now, this is what David was saying. Is there not a cause? Why am I in this board room today? Because there's a cause. Right. Why am I preaching the gospel all over the world? Because there's a cause. Yes. Why don't you retire? Because it's not in the cause. <laughs> you, I don't mind retiring. I could have retired many years ago. You understand? I could. I mean, I could be in Hawaii right now suffering for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Bought a place, lay down, just, just enjoy myself. Yeah. But I wouldn't be in this boardroom today preaching right. this we gospel. We could be hiding out in the basement or a yeah, garage or something like that, yeah. afraid to get Good out. Lord. But we want to bring words of encouragement to Amen. you. Amen. We want to do what the word says and lift yeah. you up. I got another great testimony. Okay. Can I read it? But it, there is a cause. See, that's the, and the cause is that you shout for joy and you're glad that favor has come to you. And you say continually, continually, let the Lord be magnified, which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Now watch as Kathy reads this, this testimony, how God gets pleasure. The Do word it. is so powerful. Ooh. It lifts people up. Bambi wrote in and said, Jesse. What's her name? Bambi. Bambi. Sweet okay. It's a precious name. I saw a little deer named Bambi one time on a cartoon. <laughs> I'm sure her mother did too. I, I guess she Anyway, <laughs> Jesse and Kathy, I enjoy watching you both. You both have so much happiness to share. Hey. The first time I watched Jesse, I was in a bad mood. Before the end of the sermon, I was laughing and praising the Lord. Thank you both for the message you both shared. Praise. The, isn't that a blessing? Thank you, Bambi. I appreciate you saying that. We do bring joy. People think, well, don't, why don't you talk about your problems? Why should I? They certainly won't help you. It'll make you go digger in the, deeper in the ground. I talk about my answers. Mm -hmm. See, that's what David said. He said, you're not a problem, Goliath, because you're an uncircumcised Philistine. You're an uncovenant man. <laughs> and today, notice that he was putting his faith in the now. That's right. He was saying, now, today. That's right. And you know what? He hit that guy in the head with a rock and he hit the ground. And the Bible said he went yeah. over there and cut that boy's yeah. head off. That's a little <laughs> gross. He grabbed that bloody head, stuck it up, and said, this is how you get a head in life. You understand? <laughs> Slinging blood and brains all over the place. Yeah. And you know what? Guess who took off running? 
the other Philistines. Yeah, and he went after everybody. Yeah. It and stirred up the crowd. It stirred up the other people. So and no, no matter what we're facing, we have Amen. to realize there are other people that are watching. Oh, yeah. not, the encouragement is not just about you. Right. It's about your family and all the other people that God has connected you with. And David didn't stop with Goliath. He no. got his brothers too. <laughs> he killed right. all, all four of them. He got them all. See, what happens is when you have to execute. He kept running. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you got to take out sin. You got to take out stuff. Not just, and I, I mean, just take it out. See what I'm saying? There's no other choice. You can't just leave. Well, we're not going to cut all the cancer out because it might live too big of a scar. Well, you done lost your ever-loving mind. You get in there and you take out, all, usually they take out cells around it mm -hmm. to make sure. See, and that's exactly what David did. David was equipped with the anointing of God. You know, Ooh. when he came into the camp first, remember when Amen. they heard that he was going to do, the king tried to put his armor on, on David, and it didn't fit. Yeah, it didn't fit. It didn't fit. No. And, you know, so he recognized, I can't do it your way. I have to do what God has called me you to do. You said something to me. You said, Jesse, people can't live by your faith. That's right. They have to learn to live by their faith. Now, we believe in faith, and you can learn from us. But you see, in other words, you got to put on your whole armor. I have the armor of the Lord, but see, so do you. Mm -hmm. But the helmet of salvation fits my, but my helmet might be bigger than yours or smaller than yours. You have to put it on, because I promise you, when God fits you out, he, he, he knows what size you customize. are. Customize. Talk customize. Talk about customize. Oh, <laughs> Made just for you. <laughs> Amen. And that's what I'm talking about. See, these people did not let that circumstance become a giant. That lady said, my God, man, when she heard me say there's more God in her husband than cancer, what, what she rose grabbed up? hold of it. Yes, because there was a cause. And there. she said it. And it was so important. Oh, Just like when the, Jesus healed those twelve, those ten lepers, and only one came back. Jesus yeah. said, "Where are the other nine? Yeah, that's right. It's important to say and what you believe and what God's doing. What in your happened life. to the one that came back? I think. The word says he was made whole. Now, what does that mean to you? Well, I think he, he got more than just his healing. He got restoration. If his nose fell off, he got a nose he got, back. He got, he got a nose Whatever back. it is that was lost uh, said in the, the other attack, guys, they got, they restoration got, came. Yeah, they got healed. They got healed the We're leprosy. We're believing for but restoration. If, yeah, but if they lost fingers, they went around with just three fingers. Made whole. But the first one, he got his fingers back. Healed okay. is good. Oh, yeah, healed is good. made whole is better. Okay, what do you need to get back spiritually, physically? Financial. Get you a pencil and a piece of paper and start writing it down. Put it, put it on the paper. Write it down. What do you want back that Satan has stolen from you yeah, in, fact, in this lockdown? Write trash? it down for yourself, but yes. put in the comment. We want to read it. We yeah, agree bless with God. You. And then as God gives it back, my just strike it off and let and say, look what the Lord hath done. You ain't say nothing about Jesse and Catherine the plans. Forget that. Look what the Lord hath done. Mm -hmm. You see, that's what he's talking about. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually. Now, many people have been telling me this. In fact, if someone came to our house not long ago, I've been known for over 44 years. I've been preaching 44 years, okay? Mm -hmm. And she said, you've never changed. Well, yeah, I know my hair's changed. I've got old, it's common sense. She's talking about what I preached. You know why? Well, change to what? This is the uncompromised word of the living God. And the Bible said Jesus is the same yesterday Today and forever, and he doesn't change. Mm -hmm. So if he is not going to change, neither am I. Give me another good testimony. Oh, I love this one. Okay. Just from Laura. From Laura. Laura says, you've given us cheer and more. I don't watch the news anymore. I watch Chelsea <laughs> Duplantis Ministries on YouTube. <laughs> All I need to know is being said and taught by God's teachers, Jesse and Kathy. I look forward to those these teachings of the good news of God's word because the world 
tells me I'm a nobody, but the Bible tells Come me on. I'm a somebody, a child of God, a saint, a friend of Jesus. I know I will be taken care of by my heavenly Father, and I'm going to stand by and watch it all happen. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you both for all that you do for God and his people. She Isn't said that awesome? She said I bring cheer. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I'm all temperature. You understand? You've heard me say it before. Well, I can work in cold, I can work in warm, and I can work in hot. It well, doesn't that, make no difference. Our focus on our last uh, <laughs> boardroom chat right? had to do with cheer. Yeah. We talked about how Jesus says, in yeah. the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. That's and right. that word cheer in the Amplified says, be of good courage. Glory to God. That's the secret. Well, that, and the reason why, because there's a cause. See, we're not just representing ourselves. Every day I get up in the morning and work every day, I represent the Lord Jesus Christ because the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me or Kathy. And I and me and you, we've made up our mind to be reflections of Christ instead of casting reflections upon him. Hmm. Now, people get mad at me. They always saying that. Like uh, somebody said something the other day. You know, that, 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 guy, that guy over there, you know, he, he, ought, he ought to give to the poor. Uh, he ain't giving food. They don't realize that Kathy would... Uh, sending checks over to people to buy food and all kinds of different things at these food banks and things of that yeah. nature, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, but people, you know, they're going to say it. They only go by what they see. We don't go by what we see at all. We go by what we believe. You see, having done all the stand, stand therefore. And I want to make this announcement in all this. And I was sad to hear this. Did you hear, uh, we were listening, they said something like a lot of the churches are 60% and 70% down on their, on their donations and things. That's sad. My God. And, you, and I don't mean this private. We're not at all. And all those None. that we talked to have said that, that God thing. is blessing them. They're Beyond up, them. not down. You know why? Because you don't mix prosperity and poverty together. It's like oil and water. One drop of poverty will pollute a 55-gallon drum of prosperity. You understand what I'm saying? You got to throw it away. See, I refuse that. People say, it's a Jesus was poor. I'd like to know when you thought he was poor. I would, I just like to know that. The Bible said he became poor that we, uh, through his power, that we might become rich. Well, my God, when you leave heaven, uh, then uh, this, the richest man in the world is poverty compared to, to what's in heaven. But watch this. You never heard him beg. You never heard him say, I can't, I, I, I can't make it. I can't go to Capernaum. You never heard him say, if you don't help me today, I can't make it, even though he had partners and he received partners into his ministry. You know why? What did he come for? A cause. That's right. He said, I came that you might know the Father. And in that process, we got born again. St. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So it started it all out with a gift. That's right. Think about that. God is a giver. Can I ask you a question? Are you a giver? Are you a giver? The other day I did something. I blew away a good friend of mine. I flew over to a place and just bought... I said, I want the most expensive. Now, you're going to get mad about this, but that's all right. I want the most expensive fuel. Give me the highest price on the fuel. They never do. Nobody ever does. They always try to get them. I said, I want to be a blessing to this place. Now, I'm not bragging that. You know why? Ooh, I've been shouting. I had the favor of the Lord. The Lord woke me up. He said, fly over there and be a blessing. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm yours to command. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And so, that's what we love to do. Amen. In fact, when all of this started, we went and went, got food at a restaurant. We could have ate at home, but we sure. wanted to be a blessing to that business. Yeah. You're talking about being a blessing to that to that that company. Well, we drove over to Wendy's one time, and well, not, we go to Wendy's quite a bit. <laughs> and the lady had, I don't know how much change I had. Let you get. I said, Would you like to have that? Huh? Huh? I said, Go ahead, and keep it. Are you serious? Yeah. Why not? 
Why not? Why? You know, don't turn down opportunities to be a blessing. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? I mean, my God, and because God's, yeah, but I don't have much. It doesn't take much, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't. It, you know, oh, I don't have any money. Give a smile away. You know, can you do that? Glory to God. Do something. But you know what? If you start sowing seed and believing God, God will give you finance to give away as much as you want. But I, you got to watch where you sow it. Because the, at all, the, your seed will work. But it won't work if it's in the wrong soil. You see what I'm saying? The soil has to be right. Do you know, you ever know something about wood fence posters? You ever notice that they rot? You ever wonder why the bottoms of them rot? And, you know, guys that own, they got to go, you know, uh, change the fence post. You know why? The soil's trying to make it grow. It's breaking it down. Come on, man. You don't put a piece of wood. I'm, I'm going to build a tree out of this. See, and it rots it so it can reform it like the potter. Shut it all down and then make a beautiful vessel. You see what I'm saying? That's what it means. When you hear people shouting when everything's going wrong, that's a beautiful vessel. Let me read Psalms 35, 27 again. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And then Kathy said, and my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness Amen. and of thy praise all day long. Right. I mean, you know, have you ever seen us get on, the, on anything on television and saw a sad, sick, disgusted? You know, we've had many opportunities to be sad, to be sick, to be disgusted, mm -hmm. to be disappointed. We've had some people that disappointed us, but I mean, we didn't get it. I mean, really disappointed, did some wrong thing. I've been, good Lord, you name it. It's happened in my ministry in all these years, but that's all right. I just focused my eyes on God's word. So when big giants came up, and they did, mm -hmm. I didn't focus on the giant. I focused on my covenant, you see? And I said, there's a cause. Mm -hmm. And I'm a covenant man, and I will complete my destiny and reach my destination, and so will you. you. Give me another testimony. Well, Jesse, you know, what's beautiful about these some of these lockdowns is that families are together. I know Amen. some families don't like that, but we love that. Sure. And a lot of, we get a lot of reports. This one from Eunice. What's says, that? her name is Eunice. Eunice? She says, every time I listen to you, I am filled with joy and courage. Praise My God. daughter, who is turning 12 in May, so 12. happy birthday, daughter. Hey, sweetheart. This is May, loves listening to you. She loves your preaching because she is filled with joy as well. Thank you for bringing joy to our family. God bless you, Brother Jesse and Kathy. <laughs> hey, you know, I used to be 12. I know you can't hardly believe that. But I, I used to be 12. I enjoyed 12. They call a 12-year-old a tween. Tween. Not quite a teen, a tween. Yeah. And you 11, know, I think they call 11 and 12, something like that. It's a blessing of the Lord. You know, I, I love children. I, uh, we, me and Kathy only had one daughter. You know, and uh, people say, why don't y'all have more kids? I traveled a lot. <laughs> I was gone all the time. We were running. We didn't have time to have kids. We were just running and running and still running till today. But, you know, it, one of the most amazing things is that when we stood on the Word of God, when Kathy got saved before I did, and then through her witness, I came to the knowledge of Jesus, we made up our mind, brother, that we would become a team. That doesn't mean we agree on everything. We do not agree on everything. We should agree yeah, on everything, right. but I mean, we do not <laughs> Well, agree. you know, the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron, and yes, when right. you don't agree with me, it makes me dig, and I won't prove you wrong. <laughs> sometimes I prove you right, but sometimes I Have prove myself right. Have you ever proved me wrong? Of course. <laughs> well, I don't remember But you that. don't. Your ears are closed <laughs> to it, but I'm still believing. Still believing. I am still believing, praise. Kathy used to do some of the craziest things before I was saved. I'm trying to sleep. And she would put a hand on my shoulder. You know, when you, usually if you touch someone when they sleep, they kind of wake up. You know what I'm saying? 
And she said, come out, you devil from hell. And I said, get your hand on me one time I'm awake. I wasn't saying trying to cast the devil out of Well, I had I received asleep. the Holy Ghost. I knew yeah. I had power, so I'd lay hands on him, rebuke the devil. I had authority. And you know, he came out. He came out. Yeah, yeah he did. At one point, I said, man, come out of that devil. There's more devil than man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, she came at me with everything. And you know, it works. Oh, that's, I just got something in the spirit. Right now, there's somebody watching your husband not saved or your wife's not saved. Well, how do I handle that? Let your light shine. Mm-hmm. Let push the light, yeah. light be. Yeah, love you know, will give the answer. Yeah, lo- love your husband or love your wife. That's not the issue. Oh my God, you wouldn't have married them if you didn't love them. They just need to know Jesus. You know something they don't know. Mm-hmm. Not that you're smarter. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that you've been reborn. If you don't yeah. like the way you're born, try it again. Yeah. It's so much better the yeah. second time around. Be patient. Give them time hey, to oh, believe yeah. the love, and yeah. they'll be changed. So when you understand that we shout for joy around here. Mm-hmm. Even when we get royally criticized, man, I have been persecuted by some of the best. And you know what has come from most of my persecution has not come from the secular world. It's come from the church world. You know, years ago I got hit. Y'all say I was the number one store in the world about jets and all that. I want to bring that back up for a second. But it was so funny when I was, um, they were talking, it was on, I believe it was Good Morning America. And uh, some very rich Wall Street guy called in. On, I think it was Good Morning America, and he said, what are y'all mad at this guy for? He's picked one of the best planes they can make. He said he picked one that has the best uh, fuel consumption. He said, that's just good business. And he, hung, he had wholesale fuel. He and said. he had wholesale fuel, so my God, man, the man saved money. And he just kind of hung up. And, you know, he could understand that. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say that I've traveled so much that if I get a day off, Jesse will go home. But now that I've been home a little while, I wouldn't mind traveling some. <laughs> Let's get out, get out of lockdown. And, you know, and uh, you know what? When they told me that Louisiana would be a, quote, quote, was a hot spot for the virus, I said, we're going to cool this baby off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not only, you've heard us say it, we're not going to flatten the curve. We're going to kill that curve. You know, you talked about the, the attacks, and I remember that specifically yeah. what the Lord told you, the, how, the, how you would win. He says mm-hmm. you're going to kill it with joy. Kill it with joy. And the same thing happens with this whole curse, this virus. You can kill it. with. We talked about killing the curve or instead of just flattening the right. curve. Let's going to kill it. Remember well, you had that message? Because you don't want it to show up no more. Yeah, but you do it with the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our Ooh. strength. He give, And it opens up your understanding to know the pathway that you need to take when you're not in fear but when you're in joy and peace, it, it helps you to understand God's plan step by step to and, get you to and, your victory. And that's why people listen to us and they write comments and th- different things because, you see, we want people to know what you're saying, mm-hmm. not just what we're saying. So I, I mean that sincerely. I, I feel like the Lord speaking right to thank all my partners who helped me preach this gospel literally all over the world. You know, I mean, I wish it was all free. God, do I wish it was free. I wish television time was free. I wish it was. I wish that uh, there would be no such thing as ever having a layoff. And we've never had a layoff here. We never will. We're believing. We still, for 44 years, we've been, mm-hmm. and it hadn't happened yet. And it ain't starting now with some dumb virus by no means. God's word's been so true. But when you understand this word, I, I, I just saw a scripture as I looked down in my Bible where, that I've never where, read. Where I'm in at? Psalms, still 35, verse 27. But watch this. He said this in verse 8 of Psalms 36. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house. And thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. Now, what's he talking about? Verse 5. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. I mean, when you think about all these wonderful things that God does for mankind, 
Verse 9, for with thee is the fountain of light, life, and in thy light shall we see light. Hmm. See, you have to notice, if you ever want to get rid of darkness, just turn the light on. That's what, exactly what God did when, he did when he created this earth. He said, darkness on the face of thee, he said, light be. And I said, push the light. He just turned the light on. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you notice the darkness just runs away. It just gets out of town, boom, as fast as it can. <laughs> Why? Because it cannot handle light. You see, the light of the world. Who is the light of the world? Jesus Christ. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. So these wonderful, you got another, can you got well, make one more testimony? this one touched my heart when I read it earlier. Read it. Let me, it's from the Navajo. Uh, the Navajo Nation? Has the, he says, you know, I preach there. I know, that's why I know. Hello, Elson so Bennett. <laughs> I, I love all the Navajo people. All, hey, the, hey, all hey, the native hey, people. I love of, them of people. <laughs> anyway, this is from Reyes. It says, oh, how I enjoyed your chatting. I'm a Navajo from Arizona living in Utah. As you were talking about the natives, I ju it just saddens me with their addictions to alcohol. Alcohol, uh -huh. But there is a, a good in our nive, na, native tribe, a lot of Christians. Please keep us in your prayers for more salvation and healing on the Navajo Nation Amen. because of this COVID-19. Thank you, brother and sister Duplantis, for I enjoyed it very much. God bless you all. And I heard President Trump talk about the Navajo Nation. Recently? Let me tell you something about the, and I love the American Indian. I love the the, uh, the First Nation, what I, what I call the American Indian. And I, I've, I've preached to the Sioux Nation and the Navajo and the uh, 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 the Apache. And um, and we oh, have God, a stairwell so here with all of, from different tribes that they've oh, yeah. given you things. And we oh, we oh, honor I, them by having those them. displayed. Because I get blessed every day I walk through that stairway. Uh, the, the native peoples of, of America understood the land. They understood, you know, they, they were actually the first environmentalists. They knew how to take care of the land. The white man thought they were savages. And no, they were very brilliant. They were smart. Mm -hmm. They knew how to handle things. You see what I'm saying? So let me tell you something. I appreciate, sweetheart, you sending in that. We'll believe God to shut down addiction on the Navajo That's Nation. Right. And you know what? And it's, it's sad to say is that they take the Navajo peoples, all the, uh, the First Nation people, and just kind of shove them in a the corner over here, shove them in the water, and all that kind of stuff. But you see, wherever you go, you got to remember something. God will go with you. You see, and I had a man tell me, how do I quit drinking? I said, well, first thing to start with, I, before I was born again, you can ask Kathy, I was a heavy drinker. I mean, I started drinking at a very young, young age. Louisiana is known for drinking. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it was just, you know, I mean, I remember, you, can, you could go, you ain't gonna believe this, but it's the truth, you could walk, I've been in restaurants during crawfish season, and there'd be a three-year-old kid sitting in a, uh, a high chair, and he's pushing and, uh, you know, pinching off tails. <laughs> he learned how to peel crawfish, you gotta learn how to do that. And he start crying something, and I heard, I literally, I saw this in my own eye, and, and he gave him a little, uh, like this, about this, uh, just a little cup of beer. And his daddy said, shut up, boy, drink your beer. Three years old. I thought that to myself. It hurts my heart to hear oh, that. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, I went, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. But it's true. So I drank a lot. And now I made up my mind, I'm not going to let anything control me. Mm -hmm. After I got born again, I said, booze is not going to control me. Mm -hmm. Drugs are not going to control me. And something even bigger than those two, sin will not be lord over me, will not control me. You know why? Because there's a cause. And what is that cause? It's to live right, do right, because it is right. That's what I'm talking about. God's power, God's word, God's understanding. So, are you going to shout today and be glad? Are you expecting favor, which is a righteous cause? Don't make an excuse for it, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. Just give God glory. Then say continually, I will magnify the Lord. I will magnify the Lord, for he hath pleasure mm -hmm. in the prosperity of his servant. 
Today I was on my treadmill before I came away, and I mean I was just working. I got to look around. You do that every day. Oh yeah, I have to. I do I'm that. Under conviction, but it hadn't helped enough See, to get I me up there. See, I work out. I work out. Pray for me. Yes, <laughs> Kathy can eat ice cream by the barrel full and not gain no weight. Me, if I look at it, it wants to get on me. See, so so she doesn't do much exercise at all. Every once in a while, she. But I want to lose weight. I can't keep. But she I got, can't lose weight if you, I keep eating this ice cream almost yeah, every night. I but you got some good looking pint. workout clothes. You just don't use it. But I mean, I, I mean, know. She, I, she, she orders all these wonderful workout I mean, clothes, and I, I go. That's my motivation when I order it. Then I. Then and I, then you get mad at me when you see what I wear. I wear them trash. I got busted shorts, junk. She said, "Why don't you get something like?" Because I'm sweating like a Missouri mule here. I don't want to just sweat out some really nice clothes, but she don't get it anyway. So she just walks away. She, and everything she looks at, she claims she makes, she changes it. She said, "Jesse, I'm gonna have a small pint of ice cream." I said, "Kathy, there ain't no small pint of ice cream." It's a pint. It's a small well, pint. The reason no, it's a pint. No, it's a, it's a small pint. <laughs> See, she pint. don't get it. She don't get it. Y'all pray for oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what, it, what it was is at one point they had the full pint. Yes. And they didn't want to go down on the price, up on the price, so they reduced the size. Who and told made you that? think it I saw it. <laughs> they made you think it's still a full pint, but it's a small pint. No, it's, it's, it's a, a portion of a pint. I just made a joke about being a small pint. Have, but I'm I, still eating the whole I container. Feel, I feel the letter of the Lord to make I the sign of the cross here. Let me just say it's a pint. I eat, anyway. the, I eat the whole container, I must say. When I pop the lid, I go down to the bottom and I gotta stop. Yeah, you hear no. this. <laughs> I say, Kathy, uh, it's, it's the bottom. Pint. It's the bottom. It's a small pint. <laughs> it's a small pint. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today because I want you to shout for joy and be yes. glad. I'd like you to send us a comment or something yes. or, uh, you know, or a little testimony. And I mean that sincerely when you understand this. So don't let your circumstances become giants. You know, I, I was going to minister that to you, but I never even got to it. Just a, a I few things. Because I kept interrupting? No, no, because you did what the Lord told you to do. Yeah. It was a blessing. You know, I think, that, I believe that people are getting encouraged today, but I want you, I want to encourage you to encourage somebody else. Right. There's someone else that God has put on your heart today that needs to hear words of hope that would change their life. Right. And listen to this. Let me have my, my little announcement. This Monday, May the 11th, we're oh. going to have a live chat. Me and Kathy again. We're going at 3 p.m. Central. Back by popular demand, yes. like we said. <laughs> 3 p.m. Central Daylight Time, Monday, May the 11th. Mm -hmm. You can call in with your questions. We'll answer every question to the best of our ability. And you can ask us anything. We'll answer it. I mean, we, we have nothing to hide here but no, by any way, shape, or form. And I mean that. So that's Monday, May the 11th, the 3 p.m. Central Daylight Time. And I hope you can... Uh, Join in. I remember one gone. of the on one of the chats. It may have been the last one. You were praying uh -huh. for someone. They needed rent money. You even gave this testimony. Oh, that was on one of the greatest. And things. before the end of the chat, they were able to to comment back yeah. about the prayer request she, already answered. Yeah. Right. What happened was, <laughs> she said, "I can't pay my rent." And I said, so we prayed, oh, Lord, help this lady get some rent. And then we, we must have answered maybe I don't know ten or fifteen questions. All of a sudden, she came back, and she, and what happened was, she heard this. Someone knock on the door. And when she opened the door, the amount of money for her rent was on the steps. Mm -hmm. Come on, Jesus. I mean, you'd like to have that kind of miracle, huh? Yeah. I bet she shouted for joy and was glad. <laughs> <laughs> I she bet she's glad she got favor. That's right. But you That's know what? Right. God got pleasure, watch in, this, in her paying her rent. And her sharing that she was able to do it. encouraged others to oh, believe God, God for their miracle. So thank you once again for allowing us to come into your wherever you're watching this here. This is in our boardroom. I thank all my partners and friends who support this ministry spiritually, yes. physically, financially. 
We're doing it together. We do it together. Reaching people, changing lives, right. one and, soul at a time. And every time we say something, we don't ask people to do something we don't do ourselves. Yeah. If we tell you to give to this ministry, we give to it. We were the biggest givers to this ministry. That's a fact. People say, well, because you own it. Ain't nobody own a church. No, ladies, they don't own a ministry. That belongs to God and to his work. So thank you. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy Pine saying, yes. we love you. Shout for joy. Yes. Be glad. Be glad. Favor is coming. Can yeah. you hear it? Bring pleasure oh. to God. Yes. <laughs> and people will say, why y'all so happy? Oh, because I have a righteous cause. That's right. And that cause is the love of Jesus Christ. Till next time, we'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.